Hello and welcome to our preview show where we're looking ahead to tomorrow's fixture, Swansea v Luton in the Championship at the Liberty Stadium. I'm joined by Dave and Pataro tonight evening, lads. Hello. Looking forward Dave to tomorrow? Man. Can't wait to go. As always. Cannot wait. I'm looking forward to it. because Football, uh, football, football. Yeah, it's, it's a very fun. busy few, few weeks of football at the moment, isn't it? Loads of yeah. Tuesday night games. Um, luckily we got knocked out of the cup. I would add another one next week, but... Oh, such a bad thing. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to the trip, though. Um, yeah, it's about time, you know. It's about time for us to prove that we can do something, right? Um, we're going to be speaking to Reese, who's a Swansea fan, in a few minutes. But looking at Swansea briefly before he comes on, they have kind of had a good transfer window. They, they took Harry Darling from MK Dons, who I know he cost them a little bit of money in the end, but he's someone I think if we would have got him... It would have been a brilliant signing. Yeah, I mean, it's just... I know you don't like MK, but yeah. he was a good player. Yeah, it, it, what I saw of him, he looked very good, but I'm I'm just thankful that he's left Milton Keynes, so I'd rather be playing for Swansea than them, yeah, down the road, so yeah, good. And Obafemi up front looking like he's a danger man. Yeah, but like, I think Joel Pirro more, more than anything is more of a threat, but I think like they're, they're all threats, but we'll contain it, it's fine. What do you make of Swansea for this season, though? I think they're expecting more than last season. They, you know, they're, they're looking for progression, like we are. I suspect um, they want. They, they're expecting to be. I, I think they're expecting to beat us uh, on Saturday. Um, I think you know, different team from last season, aren't they? Do you reckon Swansea will they be expecting to finish in the top six in the playoffs? Well, I think almost, most of their supporters will be looking. For top half of the table, yeah, definitely oh, players because it like everyone needs to be realistic, though, don't they? Because the top six is, is it's a really difficult thing. I mean, we know this. I mean, we're not saying it was easy for us last season, but to get there is extraordinary. And I mean, even you know, like Swansea City, for example, they've been there before. They've been to Premier League. They've been promoted. I think via the playoffs and whatever else. They but they know that it's not easy, and I think they'll be happy. So even being in and around with a shout of getting the playoffs. Well, wouldn't we all? But it's progression, yeah. isn't it? Every season you want to do better than the last one. But yeah, I mean, any fan would not expect to be in the playoffs. So look. Really I was going to say, isn't it... Expect isn't it the, or hope? The beauty of the championship is that you have got maybe like 15, 16 teams that are all sitting there going, we can get playoffs this season. Like, yeah. Millwall will be looking at it. QPR, Middlesbrough, West Brom, Blackburn, Preston, Swansea. Coventry. Coventry. Norwich, oh, Norwich. At, this, at this rate Coventry Watford, might be Burnley Huddersfield Stoke all these teams will be looking and going we could maybe sneak into that <laughs> well, <laughs> because the, the point is though that's it that people say the Premier League is the, the best league in the world but it isn't the most competitive league in the world if in my view you know there's only four teams that could win that division maybe three in our division you just don't know do you you, no. you cannot Zero. predict you cannot predict so you know I think it's we're in a much better division. Um, ah, so you football. don't want to go up then, hey? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, it's fun. not. That's not Happy what days. I said. I'm not this one. If we go up though, if we got promoted, we're not going to win the bloody Premier League ever, are we? Um, um, Leicester City. Yeah. 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 Just and anybody else other than the other top four? Teams? Well, either anyway, way. <laughs> either way. All I'm saying is, this is a hard division to be in, so you shouldn't expect to win every game, etc. Well, let's speak to our Swansea fan. Reese joins us tonight from Swans Away Days YouTube channel. Reese, thank you so much for doing us tonight, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for getting me on and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 
yeah, we're looking forward to the game of the weekend, making the long trip to Swansea. Um, look, we've had four games this season now. What have you made of Swansea's start to the championship season? Yeah, it was a pretty difficult start if you include our cup defeat to Oxford United as well. Uh, quite frustrating in terms of, you know, not really getting much chance in front of goals, a lot of possession, but we're, you know, getting the chance and we're finishing them. Um, but yeah, we've responded well to those few games, you know, obviously being Blackpool uh, last weekend, which was a very, very good victory. So yeah, on, on the up, up now and hopefully, you know, we can get three points against you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what, what, is there anything different about Swansea we should know about this season? I mean, well, how did they go with uh, signings and things like that, new players? Yeah, obviously, we brought in Harry Darling from uh, MK Dons from League One last season, who was in the uh, yeah, he's team. He's got no year. chance then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's been very, very good so far, and of course, a, a Russell Martin player. Um, Joe Allen, of course, as Luton Towns fans will know from playing Stoke City last year, he's a very experienced player, plays for Wales as well. So, yeah, he's got very good experience, obviously, losing Flynn down to Big Blow, but. Yeah, I think it's going to be very similar to you know when we played you guys at Kenworth Road last season when you had three 0 up, absolutely bad as that first half. Yeah. Henry Lam and Henry Lamsbury should have been sent off. <laughs> oh, mate! To be, to be fair on. to him, to be fair to him, you know your your guy did sort of like get in the way. Oh, yeah. He knew what he was doing, didn't he? He knew yeah. what he was doing, Lansbury. Yeah, that's it. He should have been he should have been bucked by that Lansbury. I don't think he even got a yellow card for that. So it was quite funny. But yeah, second half we. Obviously, turned it around. It was a it was an interesting game, wasn't it? And you know, mental. So hopefully, we can see more of that second half. But we, like you guys, we've had a bio up front, especially uh, Nathan Jones. Obviously, Cardiff boy. We see yeah, the celebrate. Yeah. Mm. Last season, so hopefully, we can use that to motivate us a little bit because I know uh, we want to see that again. But yeah, it should be a very good game. Here's a question and on what you just said about Nathan Jones. We've seen in the Arsenal All or Nothing documentary that. Um, Arteta gets that tweet up from Ivan Tony before the game, basically motivating his players. Is that something that Swansea would, would, would do? Would they show that footage to their players and go, this is what Nathan Jones did last season? Not too sure, if I've got to be honest. Not sure if Martin's that type of character. I think Martin's more of a, you know, looking forward than going into the past manager. But I think I think it'll probably be mentioned, especially amongst the supporters and obviously, you know, when things go around Suppose obviously gets into the dressing room as well. So I think it'll be one eye on mine trying to get one over Nathan Jones, especially last year. And obviously, you know, with obviously Nathan Jones will be looking at that free free nil which he obviously bottled last season. He'll wanna yeah. not see how it happen again. So yeah, I think it could get mentioned quite slightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking of Nathan Jones, um you must yeah, but you can't stand him, can you? <laughs> um, well, I didn't actually know his Cardiff um relations until after the game where you beat us one nil in February. So I don't actually mind him. I think at Stoke get a difficult job. And I, I was saying this before that Stoke is pretty much an impossible job with so much expectation and things like Gary Rout, for example, he failed there like a well he's doing at Mill Sim and Nathan Jones and I'm surprised that Jones went back to Luke and especially with his reputation after leaving to go to Stoke. Yeah. A lot of fans but yeah, he's done really, really well. And, you know, with the funds you got to get into the playoff semi of last year, it was very good. And I think you got Rob Percy. I think he should have gone through. So, Well, thanks for that. I think uh, uh, Jones, <laughs> Jones, Jones actually came back at the right time for us. And uh, he was probably blessed because of COVID and everything else. There was no one to give him any pressure. And he got us out of a really sticky situation. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like him. I think he's a good manager. Um, yeah. I think him, obviously, him, him being Welsh obviously helps a little bit, but <laughs> I guess his relations aren't great. But yeah, I, I think he's a very good championship manager. And like, like I said, with his funds available to him, he gets some really good bargains. 
with Swansea's end to last season, it did seem to be quite strong. And I think there was a stage where, because I do follow a couple of Swansea fans on on Twitter, and it it, it kind of seemed like it got to a stage where you guys were thinking, actually, if we carry on winning here, we might have, make a late push for the playoffs. But it didn't quite work out in the end. But does that mean you're coming into this season and you've got these expectations that you want to be pushing into that top six this year? Um, definitely. Obviously, we've been in the playoffs before under Steve Cooper. Obviously, it's a bit of a process, different obviously, scenario playing still under Russell Lyons. So last year was a little bit of a write-off season. We're expecting too much. Our expectations are pretty low. And obviously, we've had a breakout season with Albafemi and Pro, you know, Patterson as well after he did pretty much nothing at Bristol City. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a lot more expectation. I think top 10 is definitely ambition. I don't mind trying to, like, play down expectations so the players don't get too much you know, pressure on them, but I definitely think there should be some sort of expectation for us this season from some of the players we've got on the squad. So talking about obviously your squad, your players, uh, key players for you, I mean, I've heard a few people talk about um, obviously at Michael Ibefemi and obviously a few others, but obviously I know Downs went, obviously a big loss, like you said at the beginning, but who, yeah. as obviously a, a Luton fan, should we be worried about or... Maybe not um, worried, but you know, looking forward and looking at a player as say we need to stop those because they got some real quality. So I'll give one for one defender, one midfield, one attacker. Defensively, I'd go for Harry Darling. Mm. Um, like, we'll probably obviously try to press us, make mistakes which we've seen before for Swansea in the past. But Darling's a very good ball player centre back. He's got definitely a range to drive through midfield and have a strike or play them long range passes for midfield. I'm actually going to go for a player who usually comes off the bench. And he did that again over last season, Olivia and Jam. Yeah, um, he was a player I was thinking about. Yeah, he was the one that I I clocked, and obviously I think it was the ex-Celtic, wasn't he? Ex-Celtic, yeah. yeah. The... So it's a weird one, then, Jam, because every time he seems to start, he doesn't perform, doesn't really get into the game. But as soon as he comes off the bench, makes a huge impact, and it's one of those players who I'm sure you guys have one at Luton Town where you know they've got so much ability, but they only really show it off the bench and can't really do it for yeah. a ninety minutes. Um, so that's uh, dangerous because obviously he came on last season scored just to remind you again an attacker um, <laughs> Femi, as a recorded none of them have scored so far I'm sure you guys seen Obafemi's miss at Raw run which was pretty much criminal to be honest miss of the season um, wasn't it that was brilliant wasn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah as recorded none of them have scored so far Perot's playing a bit more uh bit more as a number 10 this season with Obafemi up front so I'll go up for Perot you know his playmaking ability is incredible you know he's one of the best finishers in the championship brilliant on his left or right foot so yeah Perot yeah to be fair I mean Joel Perot is Joel isn't it Joel Perot yeah yeah. But big, I, I mean I've seen him play a few times I'm, I'll be honest I'm, I don't really like bigging up opposition players but big fan big fan technically very good as well but yeah, obviously Michael Obafemi uh, I've never really seen much of him I don't know I mean is he quick? Is he powerful? What is he? I mean, I've seen well, him play a few times. I just never, never really got the whole gist of what he does. It took him a while to get into the get to get stand there. We scored one goal for the first couple of months, but then we played him a lot more in the second half season. I think he scored in double digits, and obviously he scored two against Cardiff City as well, which was obviously brilliant for us. But yeah, obviously a very quick player. Obviously not the biggest of players, but can definitely frighten defences. Obviously last weekend against Blackpool on the counter attack, just breezes past a guy and then unselfishly plays it to end general scores. So he's definitely a player who we can hit long balls to and try to you know get the second phase of play and use his pace to get in behind the defence. And I think that's definitely be something massive against Luton tomorrow, who will probably try and counter attack us like the majority of teams does not been successful before. So yeah, on Femi's pace is brilliant on the counter attack. So yeah, so I think we've got a player like that as well, Harry Cornick. So. Uh, he's a good like, player, is he? Yeah. Oh, Cornick, when it's like he can get over the back and <laughs> straight one, bottom corner. 
Lovely. So yeah. coming into the game tomorrow then, what can Luton just expect from Swansea at home? Because I think we have a very good way of playing at home. Obviously this season it's not kind of gone to plan of our two home games with, without scoring a goal, but what are Swansea like at home? Can we be expected to them to come out really quick and, and firing at us? Yeah, at home it's, it's a weird one because when I know it's an easy thing to say, but when we're playing well, you know, we, we usually win games. But as, when it turns bad, you know, it's really, really poor. And, you know, we don't usually turn it around. So at home you can expect, you know, Swansea to dominate the ball, 60 centimetres in possession probably. Um, we try and create chances, but sometimes, especially in possession, we're very slow and it just turns out to be a bit of a sluggish game with the opposition you know, sitting behind where just not moving much of the possession. So it could be one of those, especially if the wing-backs have just not got much pace on the wing-backs, have not really got any out-and-out wing-backs at the moment. Against Blackpool last week, we went through a bit of a four-the-back system with mm-hmm. Man and as like wingers, advanced wingers. So yeah, it's an interesting one. I'm not too sure what formation we're going to play tomorrow, but the, uh, probably it's going to be a lot of possession. Luton will probably try to utilize the set pieces with Sonny Bradley and uh, tall players like that in the box. So it'll be a very interesting game tactics-wise. And if we manage to sort of subdue your team for a bit, um, how long is it going to take for the crowd to turn a side night? Or will they just be thinking, we're going to get back in this easily? Even though I'm um, trying to say, because I think, you know, if we keep, we keep a clean sheet for a while, then... Um, and get one or two opportunities, maybe the crowd gets a bit uppity. Yeah, they, they do tend to. Last season, even when we are one or two down, the crowd were pretty relaxed because we knew. But obviously, with expectation growing this season, uh, when we lost three of the Blackburn, when we went one nil down from a mistake, the crowd got really, really edgy. And every time we were passing slowly, you know, you could hear the groans and stuff like that. So if we can get an early goal, they'll help you massively because the crowd try to help the players, but as soon as we go one nil down, the players are like really slow possession wise. It does get quite frustrating at times. So, yeah, the longer you guys can, you know, keep a clean sheet and stop the scoring, the easier. Because when we do score first, especially quite early on, we try and, you know, get the second. It really helps the atmosphere. And Reese, last question then. What's going to happen tomorrow? Good question. Anything can happen. <laughs> like I said, you guys have not had a great start of the season. Obviously, losing to Newport County as well. And the cup, I know you made 11 changes, but that's disappointing. Same with us, <laughs> Luton's Oxford. Come on. Um, it'll be interesting. Like I said, Jones will obviously want to, you know, perform in this game, being, you know, he hates us. Swansea, you know, Luton last season, we, we showed really good promises. Second half, we saw in that Luton game at our stadium, we were terrible. We were the first half against you. So I'm probably going to go for a 1 1 draw. I think it'll be tight. Um, should be a very entertaining game. I was possession using Adebayo, Cornick, uh, Colton Morris's pace, and you know Henry Lansbury as well, which should be interesting. Well, let's hope half them are fit because at the moment we're struggling for players, so you might be all right. <laughs> but, uh, I'll take a draw. No, I'll take yeah, a draw. Uh, of course, of course. I think I've said this every podcast. And the way game, as long as we don't lose, it's a it's a bonus. Yeah. So, but I think we've um, got a very half decent record at your well, place in recent years so I'm hoping I'm, for a win you're it's hoping for a win I'm not expecting a win at all I'm thinking we might struggle so um, I'm not going to say we're going to lose but you know I'll be I'll be grateful for that one all draw that you've just predicted Reese. definitely well Reese, thank you so much good luck tomorrow and uh, yeah enjoy the game and thank you so much for your time tonight yeah cheers and safe travels though really nice chatting to Reese, and and I said this last week on the preview show but it's refreshing just everyone's opinions on Luton despite the you know the, the start of the season they still think it's going to be a tough game oh yeah of course I mean clearly they're not silly like you'd have to be a fool to write a team off surely especially at this level so yeah fair play to him and obviously he's done his research as well 
Oh, I think I think it's very fair with his assessment of us for definite, and they're not going to think that we're going to lie down and and, and die over that game, are they? They're thinking we're going to give them a good game, and you know you've got to be happy that that people are thinking about that about us now. I liked your your point. Sorry on. If we can keep it nil-nil for a while, will the Swansea fans start mm. to get a little bit restless? Will they start to be on edge? And it is mm. interesting what he said, like when they went, when they lost 3-0 to Blackburn and when they went 1-0 down to Blackburn, that actually fans did get a little bit restless. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if that's kind of the approach we go for. I think I think, um, I think we're going to approach it the same way we approached Burnley, really. We're going to go at them straight away and hopefully, you know, we, we get that lucky break because we deserve a bit of luck. Yeah. Uh, and score. If we score first, this game could be very, very interesting. What do you reckon Hudson thinks? Hudson, Hudson's saying 3-0. <laughs> oh, he's got mental right out there. He's Hudson's saying 3-0. He's talking rubbish. That's what he's, literally what he's saying out there. <laughs> but it is a big thing time. though, isn't it? It's a big thing. You know, like we know it at Kenilworth Road. Sometimes when we're playing very poorly, the crowd gets a bit anxious and, and it, it does come across and it does affect the players for definite. I suspect we're going to start quick we're going to try not to concede, hope we don't get caught in the break and then we'll settle into the game. So I'm hopeful that we don't lose. So I'd take that 1-1 one, one all day long. I think it's going to be a long. very, very tight game. I, I think it's be very it's tough. Be very tight. I mean, we can't underestimate Swansea. I'll be honest, I can't see much happening in that game, really? chance creation-wise. I know we're going about XG and all wow. that sort of stuff, but I can't see much happening. I'll be honest, I just think the way, what I've seen, how I've seen Swansea play, they, they're very like possession-based, build-up, I mean, they might have changed it a bit now, but you know, without really going out and get, going out the opposition. And I think, from our point of view, I think we're not going to we're not going to risk nothing. I think I think it all depends also on on our press as well. If, if press is high, you know, mm-hmm. when we're, we're we just shut them down quick, I think we've got a chance. You watch it be like five four now or something. Like <laughs> oh, mate, if it's a, I'd love it if it's a five four to us. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, I think it was to them, mate. I mean, we're making the long journey there tomorrow morning, so. Uh, yeah, a 5-4 win would be beautiful. Um, I can't quite remember what the score is on this leaderboard, but I guess none of us predicted Luton nil, Preston won last week. So no. let's try again this week. So I, just to let you know, I'm still top of the league. And we need this as a, you need to write this down. Yeah, I don't think day. you are though, Dave. I am, What's mate? the score going to be because tomorrow? Because you never got me involved with the second one. So <laughs> therefore it's a default. I get as many points as I like you. So. Sorry, what's the score going to be tomorrow? <laughs> it's going to be Swansea 1, Luton Town 1. Just as reset. I'm going for a Luton Town win 1-0 away. I'm going to go for a 2-0 Luton win because I can't go for anything else. Well, I hope you both are right. Yeah. But only one of you can be right. So a Luton Town win is fine. Uh, 2 or 1-0, I don't care. By the way, what happens in the season whoever gets like top of the leaderboard? Uh, we'll get the other two's yeah, tattooed on us. No, oh. <laughs> no tattoos. No more tattoos. Um, that's all we've got time for today on the preview show. Safe travels if you're joining us in Swansea tomorrow. Let us know if you are as well. Tweet us over in the town. And let us know what you think the score is going to be. How are we going to play? How are we going to set up? And will we get that away win? Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>